Hello and welcome to the Fit 47 podcast. I am one of your coaches, Amelia. And I am your other coach, Chloe. Our goal of Fit 47 is to support you, educate you and empower you to live a healthier, happier lifestyle so you can become the best version of yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with somebody else you think would enjoy it too. This will help us help more women just like you. Hey girlies and welcome to the first check-in of the July intake of eight weeks to change. So it's been an amazing week, hasn't it? Yeah, just being dead excited reading everyone's forms. Yeah, we have. We've had loads of check-ins and it's been amazing. Um, So what we do is we always kick off with our wins. So let me just get them up. Right, so we're going to just read out a few of them. So everybody's wins this week have been amazing. There's been like a variety of stuff, but just for our first few wins. So Gemma finally booking a couple of days away in the sun, which is really exciting. Yeah, I'm jealous. Same. (laughs) Louise doing a workout last night when I really didn't want to and really was like in big capital letters. So that is, she really, really really didn't want to. (laughs) Um, Lindsay L, we've got two Lindsays now. So Lindsay L, hitting everything on my to-do list every day and tracking anything that passed my lips, sticking to it despite hardly having any sleep on Thursday and still getting a workout in that day. I even walked to the Aldi, got my husband to pick my shopping up off me in the car and walked home. I'm so proud of myself this week. This is a, that's a good win. We thought that was a really good win. Um, also, the thing that she said there, what Lindsay said about tracking everything that passes her lips, like that is really important. You said something a while ago on one of the podcasts about your body being like your best, um, like it's like the best food diary that like you'll, you'll ever keep. So, just because you're not putting things in on the app doesn't mean that you're not consuming those things. And so it might look nicer on your app that you didn't put everything in, but your body still took, and took if, it in. I used to do this massively. I used to, when I very first started tracking this, I go, oh, I just went that on my fitness pal. But actually I was only, I was in denial. Like I was only lying to myself. So I, I love that she said that. And also the fact that she'd gone, walked to Aldi, got a husband. How nice is he, by the way? I'll go yeah. and pick the shopper yeah. up in the car and then you walk back. She did tell me to do one. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay had also said, so she'd actually put this in the struggle section, but we thought this was actually a, a win. Um, I'm not so much not so much of a struggle, but at 42, I'm someone who's been used to eating really, and again, she's put really in capitals, low calories in order to lose weight. I would... I once would eat no more than a thousand calories in a day. And I did for months while having a two-year-old and trying to train my mind into eating more to get me results. I'm still learning. And we thought that was a really good win. The fact that she said she's still learning. So she knows it's a process. You know, she's 42 and you're trying to then do all them years of them bad habits and low calories. And it can be really hard but you're definitely in the right place and we're definitely here to help but we just wanted to mention that as as a win yeah it's definitely a win and because obviously we will be wanting you to eat you know significantly more than 1000 calories a day not to beat yourself up if it doesn't happen overnight Mm. you might need to just increase them like a little bit at a time and you might start finding that the more that you do eat your appetite 
um like kicks in you know if you've ever had someone who's like oh I'm not a breakfast person but if you start eating breakfast you then will start getting hungry mm-hmm. of a morning and it's just what you get used to so even if you're just eating a little bit more as the weeks go by yeah yeah so one um final win that we're gonna read out for today is Lizia getting out of my comfort zone in the gym and doing exercises that I've not done in a really long time made me feel quite proud and the most motivated in a really long time so we love that we one. love that one. Oh, oh no the last it's one. not it's the last <laughs> <laughs> we've also got Lindsay C so eating more vegetables with dinner after the challenge of posting pics this really made me change what I was doing and I enjoyed the food more I have to say so this week in our accountability group we got the girls to focus on colour and having more colour in their food so in the way of having like more fruit and vegetables we didn't want anybody having just beige food so everybody sharing that in helped Lindy to do that herself and she actually said she enjoyed the meals a lot more so that was amazing but can we just emphasize like this is the importance of why we say the people who get the most out of the program are the people who get involved more. Mm-hmm. So Lindy's added more veg into her food. So increasing loads of nutrients and making her meals better because she was getting involved. So because she was posting the group, she's had to get involved and eat more veg. Whereas if you have, you know, sat back a little bit and not necessarily got involved or not looked at the group or not looked at the group then you won't have been making those changes so if you are sat listening to this thinking you didn't really get involved last week like we would encourage you to get involved yeah definitely then we've got jade marco said worked consistently all week towards my goals and showed up for myself even when it was hard meeting Oh, sorry, hard meaning I got to fully enjoy my mum's wedding and some family time over the weekend, which is amazing. Like, because she'd worked and done everything through the week, it meant that she could sort of let her hair down and, and enjoy her mum's wedding. Like, that is amazing. Yeah. And then we've got Nicola getting back to it since the holiday nearly a month ago. I struggled to get back to it, went off eating, tracking, couldn't be bothered, cooking and prepping and no exercise. So basically had three weeks off, went perfect. It wasn't perfect, but I tracked exercise and started off well, I feel. So we were saying this, wasn't we? You've got to understand that you are going to have times like that. Nobody is perfect 24-7. You are going to have times where maybe you fall into that trap of not being bothered, not feeling motivated, and that's okay as long as you know when to go, right, okay, I'm going to draw the line here like Nicola has, and I'm going to get back on track. Your first week might not be perfect, but... You're starting to, you you're know, getting the ball rolling, you're getting the again. ball rolling, and, and starting to do them habits again. So yeah, we we really like that. And then I'll just read Karen's because this is actually one that we loved, wasn't it? Yeah. So Karen has said, I had a few wins this week after doing this before and not doing it properly. I'm so proud that I have done this first week 100%. I have completed three workouts with Lindsay. So actually Karen and Lindsay have joined together on this intake, and they've been going to the gym together, which is amazing. That's helped me massively, given me the confidence to go back to the gym. We even went on Friday, where usually as soon as Friday arrives, it's like, okay, it's the weekend now, and I'm, and it's drink and a takeaway. I didn't do that this week and even had the courage to ask a fella in the gym, sorry, ask a fella on the machines if he had finished. 
I went to a party on Saturday. I had two beers and two gins and I tracked them both and never picked at the snacks. This is a massive change for me. So we thought that was amazing. And Karen has been on it before and she wants to start again this time. And me and her had like a really good chat about like, look, this is what you're going to need to be doing if you really want to, you know, make a change. And she's definitely started to do that this week. So we can't wait to see what Karen's going to do over these next eight weeks. Yeah, so many wins in there. Yeah, really good. I love the fact that she had just the fella on the, machi- about yeah. the machine as well. well that's a big, that. that is a big deal. Yeah, it is. Okay, so first of all, we're going to have a little look at struggles and what people have said in the way of like food and protein struggles. So let's have a little look. Eating all of my calories is what Emma Moore has said. So something that you've just covered then. Yeah. Somebody's win. Yeah. So that obviously people are, goals can be different for different people. Some people are coming from um, learning to, eat a little bit less calories some people are coming from trying to up the calories and having different targets it's really useful all of this because you will gain a better understanding of food and emma isn't the only one to have put this in the struggle for this week there are a couple of others in there and like i said before it just don't expect it to happen overnight however you want to make sure that you are tracking everything so one thing that we do see is um with some women that do work with us is that they will say that they're eating a certain amount of calories and if their weight doesn't move over like a three week period that's when we would start to say right okay something isn't quite right here and usually it tends to be that you're under reporting the food that you're eating and this can happen from not weighing things properly putting things in um to my fitness pal where as like the cooked weight instead of the mm. um the dra- um pre-cooked weight and things like that. We have done a couple of episodes on, on the podcast yeah, yeah. particularly focusing on how to track properly and mistakes that that can be made. So if you are sat listening to this and thinking hmm, maybe I haven't actually properly put everything in I would really recommend going and listening to those episodes they weren't that long ago either so you won't even have I don't know the episode numbers but you wouldn't have to scroll far back to get to them and if you are someone who's struggling to go from you know low calories like Lindsay said before to the higher calories that we've given you it might take time to sort of get into that headspace of like I can eat more calories and like sort of you're going from like feeling bad for eating more calories and things like that it's a process it takes time um so don't worry it and it might be I've had people in the past where I've got it okay so this week you've had around 1200 calories per day what you've tracked next week let's aim for like 100 more the week after let's aim for 100 more and eventually you start to like increase the calories over time. What you can do on my fitness pal is go to nutrition at the bottom. Then at the top of there, if you click calories and week view, it tells you what you're roughly eating per day. On average. If yeah. you're unsure how to do that, just message me and Chloe and we'll send you the screenshot and, and show you uh, how to do it. Then another struggle. Now this is from Rosie. So she said, I've found that the accountability and the ticks on the app have been really useful. For example, on Saturday, I come back from a coffee with a friend and hadn't eaten. My first thought was going to be what's full of protein. 
instead of what's quick to eat now. I have eaten out twice due to, sorry, I've eaten out twice and due to eat out again today. So she must have done this on Sunday. And while perfectly within my calories, I still made better choices and felt more in control. We had a chippy and I portioned out some for myself and gave the rest away rather than sitting with the whole thing. We went out for food and I have had chicken and rice and asked for veg instead of chips that that it come with. I also ensured I drove both times, so I was limited to one drink. Actually, sorry, we wanted to read that out as a bit of a win, didn't we? Um, But we actually thought there was some really good things in there and good swaps that she's made. And you said before when we were talking about this, about this is great now, but these are the types of things that are going to help you over time in the future aren't yeah. they? these are the types of changes that actually let you keep your results mm-hmm. long term and actually eventually you will be a person that isn't struggling with weight and and knows how to make better food decisions anybody could stick to a prescribed amount of calories for a set amount of time like a short week and like periods and lose weight like that's not difficult like people can do that but if you then go back to still making poor choices when you're eating out, sitting there and eating a full chippy when you don't need to. Not taking the car and drinking. Yeah, and we're not saying you need to do that every time, but, you know, pick the social events that are, are worth the drink to you and don't just drink for the sake of it. And obviously, um, like Rosie's done here, that's been amazing. But if you think if each week you're making better decisions like that and you're doing that most of the weeks throughout your life, that's where the real change happens. Yeah, definitely. and you know, eventually you are the person who asks for veg instead of chips because you don't really want the chips. You are the person who just takes the car because you don't feel like you want to drink tonight. Like they're the type of habits that we want people to be doing over time. And like Chloe said, we're not saying that you can't go out and drink and enjoy yourself, but choose the times that you do that. Don't just because you're going for a meal with the girls on like a Tuesday night, not take the car to have a drink because actually... That's probably and do you know what? Thing. It actually makes you look forward to those times yeah. like so much more. Like if I go out for a meal, m- like most of the time I, I, I would have veg, but you know, that odd time when I'm like, oh, do you know what? I will go on, I'll have the chips and I enjoy them like 10 times more. Yeah, definitely. So quite a few people have mentioned protein. So two here that I can see about protein. So hitting my protein goal, I was about 20 grams short each week. Sorry, <laughs> each day. <laughs> but consistently but consistently and have been eating as much meat as I can at tea. So it's hard without protein yogurts to fit it in, if that makes sense. And as much as I like them, I don't want to overkill the yogurts and go off them. So that's Lindsay said that. And then Izzy has said, I have increased my protein intake dramatically, need to find snacks snack alternatives and start prepping my meals more for work rather than meal deals so just two bits about protein there from from Lindy and Izzy but they both mention protein snacks so this is a big thing that we see don't we is that people just rely on protein snacks to hit the protein goal but actually we would rather you increase the amount of protein you're having per meal rather than just relying on things like protein yogurts protein shakes protein mousses protein bars yeah the great additions and the great to like supplement things but if you if we go like on the basis of what works for the majority of people three meals a day tends to work for most people and if you have enough protein in each of those meals you shouldn't really be getting 
too hungry in between that you need to to snack Mm -hmm. and so I would say first of all look at how much protein you're getting a big one is breakfast are you getting any protein in your breakfast because if you're not getting enough in there and we'd say like at least 20 grams of protein in your breakfast if you're not getting any there you're then making it harder to try and like hit your goal by the end yourself a shorter window to get your protein in yeah 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 i'm food first all the time um one way that we've broken this down in the past and it we know it helps is to we know we're asking you to eat more protein than what you're used to eating and so in your head you're like oh my god this is loads how am i gonna get that in but really one gram of protein is four calories so if your protein goal at the moment we always just use 100 grams because it's nice and easy but 100 grams of protein is only 400 calories so if you were on 1600 calories you would still have I was gonna say then it's not a lot and I just (laughs) said it's not and I was like what have I just said that wrong I was meant to say it's not a lot and I just stopped that it's It's not. not it is I, she's not wrong. I just didn't fully say my sentence. I got so confused then. I Sorry. was like, I'm at, oh, I just like weird vomiting all no. the wrong stuff. So 100 grams of protein is 400 calories. It is. So you can work out whatever your protein goal is times it by four and that's how many calories a day your protein is going to take up and then the rest of them could be carbs fats spend them on what you like obviously we want you to be getting like plenty of um, fruit and veg in there some healthy fats but when you break it down I think it's just not as overwhelming as as it sounds yeah I honestly believe that like no matter who it is there's absolutely no reason that you can't be eating over 100 grams or slightly more um worth of protein per day because like Clarice said it's only 400 calories 400 calories is not a lot at all so you should make sure that you're prioritizing and at least getting over 100 grams per day you shouldn't really be seeing under mm-hmm. and if you are getting under you need to be prioritizing it better yeah and just to touch on as well with the protein snacks so aim to get it in your food first but I think protein bars make sure you're having a look at those because mm-hmm. a lot of them out there are only 10 grams of protein but are like 200 of calories so 10 grams of protein is only 40 calories now obviously the protein bar is is never going to be pure protein it's got other ingredients in there to obviously make it nice mm. but if it's only 40 calories of it is the protein but there's 200, 200 odds it, it might not be the wisest spend of your calories when you've only got like a set amount you'd be better having two baby bells two two like baby bells is like i think they're like 42 calories each so what 84 calories for 10 grams yeah so that would be better and you could have that with like some grapes or yeah like other, what other fruit you want as like a little snack you'd be better doing that than wasting like say 210 to 250 calories on a protein bar that actually i don't actually think of that nice no and i know a lot of people don't want to overdo it with like the protein yogurts and the protein mousses and you don't have to but they are actually like fairly decent because yeah. the mousses are like 20 grams of protein you would... and like 150 so it's quite it's... like it, it's yeah. decent yeah definitely um do to do that one for Meg? yeah so um meg has said her struggle was i'm planning to add more protein snacks like we've just touched on mm-hmm. and high protein um to 
to the main meals I have each day. Even if I get to that 80 gram mark of protein a day, that will be an improvement for me. And I can build that up. Exactly. That's really good. That Meg, once the baby has gone back home, I will have the mornings and evenings and nights back. So I would like to maybe wake up earlier and get the workouts done then that way I know it's done and I won't feel too guilty so Meg's had a really um busy schedule this past week so she's started her own baking business and is doing amazing she's been really busy and she's obviously got a other job outside of that and then she's been babysitting as well so she's been really busy but is obviously planning to do better next week so yeah this week, yeah, this week even I had, do you know what? I don't even know what day of the week it is. <laughs> this week even, and I'm not even close to my period, so I've got no, I've got no excuse. I'm actually on my period now, oh, and yeah. I don't feel right. too bad, yeah. Um, with the workouts, planning on getting them done nice and early, I would recommend this to anybody, and obviously it doesn't work for everyone. If you've got kids and you've got the school run, or if you know you might not be a morning person, but I would definitely recommend to everybody to give it a go if you can, because it's done then, and there's less opportunity for things to get in the way for you to end up not doing the workout. When I worked in an office, there'd be times where I'd take home my gym stuff into work, but then I'd had a stressful day, and I'd go, oh, I can't be bothered. Even though I had everything with me, even though I had all the intentions of going, I could still go to myself, oh, no. Whereas if I just went in the morning, it was done done. and out the way. So I'd be the same. I would recommend anyone, if you can, to go and just get them done in the morning. Um, Also, she has had a really busy week, and we say to people all the time, if you can manage them busy weeks, okay, maybe she didn't get any workout in, that's fine. But if you're trying to manage your nutrition as best you can, getting your steps in, like, the workouts aren't the be-all and end-all, but people feel like they fail just because they haven't done the workouts. Yeah, to be done a bit of maths before this. Well, just done a to, bit of I've done a bit of maths <laughs> on my calculator. Um, Just to put this into perspective for you, so a lot of women do stress out about missing a workout or will put more of their focus on getting the workouts done, but then don't go and get the steps in, don't go and work on the nutrition. And it's a to get the results that you want and to live a healthy life it's a combination of everything but just to put into perspective if fat loss is your goal your time is best spent being more active throughout the day and working on your nutrition because if you were to just do three one hour workouts a week so if you were to do three full body sessions that we program they take there about an hour so let's say an hour that only accounts for 1.8 percent of your week those those three workouts because that's three hours out of 168 hours in the week so you can see now why the other what 98.2 percent of the time (laughs) that's the I think that's right yeah it is I um yeah the rest of the time is where you need to be so if you go to the gym nail the gym but then go and sit in your bum all day you're not going to get to where you want to get to put it easier than a percentage You've got 168 hours in a week, three hours of them, a workout. You've got 165 other hours in the week. What are you doing? Mm. Say you, you sleep eight hours a night. I'm not even going to try and do that math because I would need a calculator. But you know what I mean? You've still got plenty of hours there. Take away your work hours, take away your sleep hours. You're left with however many hours. What are you doing? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've So that's where we're saying get your walks and plan your food, all of that stuff. I've had it, well, 
I've had it with a one to one client this week, haven't I? You've had it with a one to one client. Well, not this week, over the past few weeks. And I've had one of my clients who was spot on with a nutrition and she really was because we did work on it and the weird times that she wasn't tracking correctly and we'd worked on getting that better and all of that. She was smashing the gym workout, but her weight still wasn't moving. So when we looked at it, she wasn't moving enough outside of the gym. We've increased the movement outside of the gym and the scales have started to drop. So don't just think it's one thing. If you're going to the gym and you are nailing it with your nutrition, then you need to make sure that you're moving. People underestimate how much going and getting your steps in and moving more per day can have on your overall results, like over time. If you're watching this on a video, girl, Chloe <laughs> is getting up and down because she's got a sore back. So if you're wondering where she's going, she's just standing up because she's got a sore back. I've only stood to the side. I'm sillier. Yeah. Um, so... That's obviously that's what we've gone through to do with any food, sugars, and protein. We find that protein is the biggest one that people struggle with, isn't it? Even like in past intakes. So if you are struggling with that, we spoke about it so much over the podcast. So go back and listen to to other podcasts that we've done because we do speak about it a lot. Um, but it definitely comes down to prioritizing and just increasing the amount that you've had, like in meals, rather than just relying on snacks. Yeah, and to put that really simply, if you are having like chicken pasta for your tea, have more chicken. If you're having spaghetti bolognese for, your, you know, have mm. a bit more, literally it can just be more of what you're already having. It doesn't need, it doesn't need to be complicated. Yeah. I see like a lot of people are like, like just a hundred grams of chicken. Stop only having a hundred grams of chicken, have 200. 200 grams of chicken, like double the amount of what you're having. Um, And even if like, say you were having a wrap and you can't fit it all on. Okay, we'll just do a bit of a sad salad with the rest of the mm. chicken. Do you know what I mean? And have like a bit of a salad chicken and then a, your salad and your yeah. chicken on a wrap okay so the next struggles that we're going to go through is lee, lee, oh lee what am I? lydia knight sorry has put my biggest struggle i'd say was not being able to do a single press up 100 need to work on this so we wanted to mention this as a struggle now because i've spoke to lydia about this and I've said that I know that this is going to become a win for her by the end of the eight weeks or, you know, in the future. So noticing that you can't do something now is great because that's something that we then want you to work on. And we wanted to point out that this is why we keep the workouts the same. If we were changing your workouts every single week, you're never going to get better at anything because if you're only doing press-ups twice in the whole eight weeks, then how are you ever going to get better at doing press-ups? You need to be doing something repeatedly. I always think of footballers, and I don't know why, but I think how many times that footballer kicked the ball yeah. and tried to you know get the ball in the goal. Like They practice the same thing over, over and over and over because they're trying to get better at it and trying to become the best at it. So if you want to get better at something, you need to repeatedly do it. So for Lydia... She wants to get better. Even only being able to do one press-up would be better than like where she's at now. Yeah. So we wanted to just mention that we are keeping the workouts the same. And this is why now we've brought in, if you've not been on the programme previously, the way we're now giving you the option to choose your own finisher and different bits that you can add on to the end, uh, we never used to do that. So we brought that in to try and keep it a little bit more exciting and you can like switch yeah. them things at the end, but the actual programme... We are keeping the same for at least four weeks because we want you to get better at things. Yeah, we are really big on your feedback. We want to know what you what you're enjoying and how you find the program. And we we are listening to the feedback that we're yeah. getting and we're making changes to make sure that 
you're all happy. Yeah, 100%. So then Charlotte said, I knew I was due on towards the end of the week, so I did my workout at the start, but then been feeling a bit rubbish that I haven't been to the gym since Wednesday, and I went out last night for my friend's birthday and drank and got a wrap in Mackey's after feeling like that's like a little setback. So actually, we don't think getting a wrap in Mackey's is a setback. We actually think that's a win because you've chosen a wrap over getting a Big Mac and another burger. And like, it can go out of control when you go to Mackey's, believe me, when I'm when I'm drunk in the past, I've ordered the whole menu. So actually just getting a wrap, we actually thought that was a win. But a bit that I wanted to point out on this was moving the workouts towards the start of the week is great, but you can still work out when you're on your period. It's not to say that you can't. All you might need to do is like drop your weights a little bit. Um, but it was actually a deload week, so it would have been perfect to do that anyway. I'm on my period now, and I've gone to the gym this morning, and all I done was just I just done lighter weights and less reps. Yeah. Is exactly what we got the girls to do last week. So don't think because you're on your period that you can't train. Great that you move them forwards. But just learn from that in the future that actually you probably would have felt better and it would have helped you manage your period better by going to the gym while you were on. Yeah, and just really to point out, even though you feel like having the Mackies and, and the, maybe the drink was like a little bit of a setback, even if that's how you felt at the time, it's in the past now anyway. You know, even if you did go to Mackies and you went all out and you got all kinds, it's in the past and you need to draw a line and move on. Like today is a new week and you want to just get yourself stuck in and learn from what, like Mills just said, the moving the workouts and things like that. Do your best to stick to them where you can. And there was something else I was going to touch on there. Um, and just because I've noticed this as when you all update your weight, this does update on our like like news feed like it would do on instagram we see it all come through and i'm pretty sure charlotte's weight has had a little spike up this week so going out and drinking and eating food like mackies which is high in salt makes you hold on to more water so little jumps up on the scales girls when you've been out at the weekend eating and drinking food that's a little bit different do not panic when it has a little jump up keep to the plan go back to doing what you need to be doing and weigh in again on Wednesday, Thursday, and, the, it, and it usually comes back down. Yeah. The best advice I can give to anybody is get back on track the next day. Don't let one day run into the next, run into a week. Never miss twice. Yeah, that's why we use the phrase, never miss twice. So then Emma Holland has put push workouts to the, to the weekend and then got sick and wasn't able to finish my workout. So this is the opposite. Emma has pushed the workouts to the end of the week because she was busy at the start of the week and then from the end of the week she ends up getting sick so couldn't do them that just can't be helped it's just one of them weeks you were busy so you you done the right thing by saying like i'll push them to the end of the week but then sometimes when you do push them to the end of the week regardless of getting sick people don't end up doing them because the end of the week comes so this is why we say it's better pushing them towards the start of the week or even if you could only get one done while you were busy it would have been better than doing nothing the fact that she got sick, like I'm sick now, I was sick yeah. through the week, wasn't I? I ended up sick again. It can't be helped. You know when you're sick and you can push and you know when you're sick and you need to like pull it back a little bit. Yeah, an important thing to remember is that exercise is a stress on your body. Mm -hmm. So exercise is the stress, it's the stimulus and then you recover from that. If you're ready, if you're sick, your body's under enough stress and sometimes giving it, that extra stress from the workout is not what it needs. And you do need to, 
give yourself those extra couple of rest days, focus on your nutrition and trying to give yourself the nutrients that you need. It's one of them when you feel sick, you don't ever really feel like nice, healthy, nutritious food, yeah. but it, like that's when you need it more than ever. Yeah, definitely. So Gemma Curvy's uh, also mentioned about, okay, went to the gym three times and did spin, but steps haven't been great too. This is exactly what we've just been talking about saying, like it's all well and good going and getting your workout in and maybe doing the, the spin class and everything. That's great, perfect. But if you're not moving outside of the gym, then that's definitely what you need to be, be looking at because the more you move outside of the gym, the, the better and probably a little bit quicker you're going to see your results. When it comes to weight loss, you've got two options. You either lower your calories or you move more. And what we want for people is to move more because lowering your calories too low isn't healthy for one. It's not like doable long term. So the other option, the easier option is to move more. It's not hard to move more per day, but you just need to put a focus on it. Yeah, and there's more health benefits to be had through moving more, mm. like moving more and going for steps and things like that. It isn't just about fat loss. It, there's so much more to it. Um, there was one other thing I was going to touch on there. Your one-to-one, Gemma, she mm-hmm. set, she, did she, no, she didn't set a reminder on the phone, did she? But she was getting up every hour and doing yeah, about yeah. 500 steps to increase her activity because she um, has a sit-down job. And yeah. it's anyone who's got a sit-down job knows that hours can pass you by without even moving. So making a little point. And from that, I actually told one of my one-to-one girls, Ashley, to set a little reminder on your phone. Or if you've got an Apple Watch, it actually pops up to tell to you that, yeah. to get your stand go. But use that more as a, right, get up and I'm going to go pot it about for like, <laughs> like yeah, a couple of minutes. But you can turn it off. So don't turn it off if, you, if you're struggling to hit your steps. Keep it on. Yeah. Fitbit does the same thing. Like I get it. Like you've got two hundred and fifty steps left this hour. Yeah, sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. you use them reminders. Rosie said, um, one of the questions we we ask is, how do you feel like your training has gone? So she said she feels like it's been good. It's been really nice to have a proper plan made for me. I've braved the fear of using the gym bench yesterday. I've been quite sore, so it ne- I need to prior- prioritize warming up. So some wins in there as well using the bench and um you know enjoying the plan and it's been good that she's got the plan but mentioning about warming up so it's very important that you warm up before every session and that's not just anything to do with being sore it's to stop you injuring yourself it's to get blood throwing blood flowing through your body it's also to like it loosen up your joints and everything like that so that you're ready to go into that session um rather than just going in and trying to just do it without any warm-up like you need to make sure there's warm-ups on the app for you but the other thing if you are sore to use the cool downs now you don't just have to cool down after the session you can use them cool downs just as you are sore like maybe the next day go on and click the cool downs in the extra section and do them either after your workout or just as a little stretch the next day because that will help you if you are feeling a little bit sore another thing if you're feeling sore is go and move go and get a walk in because yeah. again you're loosening up your muscles and it will help if you are feeling sore yeah and stay hydrated and plenty of protein because the protein is what's like aiding your recovery of building your muscles up. Yeah. Right. So Charlotte said, um, 
So this is the same question. How do you feel your training's gone? Good. I enjoyed the workouts and feel more comfortable in the gym when it's busy. Once I've filled up my water and had a look around, where's free? I'll probably try and space them out more next week. So we just think this is great. And we do recommend that you do this if you are someone who gets a little bit nervous when the gym is a bit busy and you're not quite comfortable to just walk around and see what's free. Either go in and do what Charlotte did, have a little fill up of your water bottle and have a little nose round or go on a bike for five minutes as part of your warm up or a treadmill for five minutes and just walk and have a little scope out of what is going on. Yeah, I used to do that when I get to the gym is I just go on the treadmill for like three minutes just just walk uphill walk on the treadmill just as part of me warm up and at the same time I'd be looking around right okay there's no one on that squat rack I could probably go over there if a squat rack then come free I'd just jump off the treadmill well I would I'd stop it like I wouldn't just jump off but like you know if the treadmill if the all the uh, racks were full and I knew I needed to go on the rack well I'd just start me warm up there and then once someone come free I'd go over there and I'd do me warm up at the rack so little things like that yeah does help and especially if you are someone that suffers with a little bit of gym anxiety um so the last few points we want to go to is a is um around like routine and someone had mentioned about the scales so let me just find that bit okay so I am gonna say this wrong anarchy no no and anarchy Right, so, I'm so sorry, we've, we've been having this, haven't we? Right, Annie has said, struggling to accept, accept the scales have not gone down after putting so much effort into sticking to my habits. I know sometimes weight doesn't always, I know sometimes weight doesn't always go down, so learning to accept this. And we think this is something that a lot of people need to understand is there's so much that comes into scale weight. And even if you've had the, most perfect week just because the scales haven't gone down that week doesn't mean that you're not doing the right things yeah and it doesn't mean that the biggest thing for me was understanding that the scales hasn't got a clue what's on it yeah and it's not measuring body fat it's just weight and so if you drink a glass of water and then that water's in you you then weigh more there's more weight on the scale if you have a bigger meal and you've not like digested and got rid of that meal then that meal is inside you and you are gonna weigh more and you could have worked really hard in the gym yesterday and so there's a little bit of inflammation going on in your muscles which is a normal process but that is going to make you weigh more might be due on your period it's going to make you weigh more but none of it is body fat and that's why you can't measure your progress on a day-to-day or even a week-by-week basis it needs to you need to zoom out and you need to let a few weeks go by and as long as you can sit there and say I've ticked all them habits off and you're doing what you're meant to be doing we promise you it will will happen it will work but what you've not got to do and obviously Anika's done really well here saying like she knows sometimes it doesn't always go down and she does need to learn to accept it so she sounds like she's okay and she's willing to stick this through but if you get frustrated and you throw the towel in because it hasn't said the scales hasn't said what you want it to say, and you're never actually going to get to where you want to be. Yeah, we really just wanted to point that out because we know a lot of people struggle with the scales, and we thought that there was like a really good point that she would said she's learning to accept it. So one week isn't enough, but if it hasn't gone down over say a four week period, then yet yeah, we'll look at it. But if you're honestly doing everything that you possibly can. 
and you're ticking all the habits, you're sticking to your calories, you're doing your workouts, all of that, it will go down over time. So yeah, don't just, and this is again why we get you to check it in, why we get you to weigh in twice a week as well. Because we often see the scales stay the same or spike up on a Sunday slash Monday, but by Wednesday it's come down again. I can hear my throat going dead crackly, so I do apologise. I love a husky voice. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Now it's getting on my nerves. Um, okay, so a last few little points that we're going to go through is just some, like, extra little comments. So we ask anyone, like, how they feel the progress is going and if they've got any extra little comments. So a few that have been said this week. Meg has said, I think next week is a new week. I'm going to... I'm a baker in between my other job and it is a quieter week with orders. So I'm going... I'm hoping I can drive in a bit better with the with the training and I'll make sure to ask questions if I struggle. So we wanted to just talk about this one because... Another one of our girls, Nicola, also does bacon in like as like it sort of a spare time and over the weekend and stuff. So we thought, you know, you two could probably relate to each other. Um, but when it is quieter, and this could be for anything in life, when it's busy, you might not be able to get everything done, but you can focus on what we say is like focus on what you can focus on. So say it's your nutrition and your set. If they're the two things you can focus on that week, then focus on them. But then next week when you're quieter, you might say, okay, now I can go and get my workouts in or I can yeah. be better with my water or whatever it might be. So that actually is a really good thing, what Meg says. Yeah, I think there really isn't an excuse either to not work on, on your nutrition because mm-hmm. you're going to eat anyway. Like none of you are going to not eat anything at all today. So you can make better decisions where you can. The times that we do see people struggle with the nutrition a little bit more will be like if they're renovating their house and they've only got a microwave like you know it can get a little bit more tricky like that but again there still are like better ways to go around things I just wanted to mention that Meg did actually message me to ask um because she didn't manage to get the workouts done last week she said should she go back to the beginning and start from there and in case anybody else is wondering what to do if you've missed workouts from a previous week you leave them in that mm-hmm. week it's unrealistic if you were to pull last week's three full body sessions into this week that would mean you'd be doing six full body sessions in seven days and that's far too much training we wouldn't want you to be doing that if you miss them, we're all ha- we're happy for you to move them to days that are best for you. Ideally, we'd like a rest day in between, here and there. If you can't that week, then you can't. We don't want you to be bring warehouse from the previous week into this week. You just this week is what it is. Yeah, it's each each. What we say is look at it as a weekly view, and then once you're into the next week, it's it's a new week. You forget the week previous. Um, and then Lindsay L has said, girls, your podcasts have been amazing. I binge listened to quite a few while I was on, on my hauls before I started. They're, they're so educational. I've recommended them to quite a few of my friends. And that really meant a lot to us, Lindsay. Yeah. Like we were made up when we read that because we love doing the podcast because we love having a chat to each other and, you know, going through everybody's struggles and speaking about subjects that we enjoy. Um, but also the fact that she said that she's recommended it to friends. And we do say this, girls, please, if you like the podcast, if there's anything that you feel that could help somebody else, please share it with friends, family, your sister, whoever it is, and get them to listen because our goal is to help as many women as we possibly can with their health and fitness journey. So you just sending it on to one other person 
means the world to us, doesn't it? Yeah. And then that person could get the help that that you feel that you're you're getting, which is great. Yeah. Rosie has said, I'm really enjoying the programme and I am surprised by how much support I am getting. It really is keeping me on track with my goals and I'm so grateful for you both. So again, we were made up with that, Rosie. So thank you so much. And me, <laughs> have I said that right? Yeah, I think I'm that's so, right. I hope I'm saying your name right. I'm so sorry. Um, has said, thank you for being so supportive. I have I have had more support from online coaching than I've had in four years of a P- of PT sessions, which again we thought was amazing from yeah. a week of the program. I think people just really underestimate the way online coaching can work and particularly in a group setting as well, mm-hmm. because because it's all online and there's no face-to-face interaction. I mean, this will depend on who you go to yeah, because 100%. not everybody coaches in the way that we do. Not everybody does the check-ins in the way that we do. But I can understand where you might think, oh, well, I might not get that much support because it's all online. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's good that you feel fully supported. Yeah, and two of the girls have said there yeah. about how much support. And it's only week one. Yeah, exactly. And that's our whole thing is, like we've just said, we want to help as many women as possible. We really want to help. So, of course, we're going to be here to support you. We're not here to just give you your your stuff and then say, go on, follow that for a few weeks. Like, we are different in that way. We are here to help. If you've got questions, we always say, just message us and ask us and we will get back to you. If we don't get back to you, right, it could be that we've opened a message by accident or whatever. Just send us a little middle finger up and yeah. say answer me <laughs> or something like I won't be offended I've said to my one-to-one girls before just message me and say answer me bitch yeah and like I'll yeah. get back to you I go oh I'm so sorry well you're always with Jace or yeah. I'm, I'm in the gym so if, if I've opened it in the gym and I've not been able to reply at that moment yeah. yeah just yeah double message us just we don't Do we're it. not that type of person that would get offended just yeah just message us answer us you little bitch and <laughs> we'll get back to you um and then final thing so the last one from Jade I drank for the first time in six weeks at the weekend and I have noticed massively my motivation and mood was affected and I made poor choices which is just not how I how I've been acting prior to this and I definitely think I will be limiting drinking to specific social occasions as I value my health and ability to perform too much we just love this we just think that one is amazing and I feel like this is the journey people go on. Like you start working on your health and fitness and going to the gym because originally it's how you look, you want to change how you look. And then the more you keep going and start making them better lifestyle choices, you do start realizing like, do you know what? I actually don't feel great off a drink. So I'm probably not really going to do it that much anymore. We've actually got a lot of the girls on the program now who don't drink anymore. Yeah. Haven't we? Not not to do with us. They've just made that informed decision themselves that they don't enjoy drinking anymore. And we get it. We don't drink nowhere near as much as we used to when we were younger. I don't know if it's just a thing that as you get older, but a lot of the girls don't. And I think that's a really good one to finish on for what Jade said there. Um, But also, like we touched on before about choosing where maybe you do have special occasions where you do drink and you enjoy it. And then times where you're like, actually, it's not worth it. My favourite part is that I value my health and my ability to perform too much. I'm just so yeah. proud of you and I love it. I know. I think, well, that's what I'm saying. I think that's a really good point yeah. to finish on because 
we that's where we want everybody to get to and you all will eventually um so if there's anything that we haven't covered in the podcast and you want us to cover you want us to go through just message me or Claire, and we're happy to go through it with you but we hope you've enjoyed week one of the program and let's all smash week two